Hi everyone and welcome to my latest podcast. It's Glenno here and we're just going to talk about the bit of an update on the coronavirus situation and how it's affecting pretty much the whole nation and the whole world. So let's go go into it. Now when I, when I did my last podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, I spoke about the toilet paper issue and that is an ongoing issue. Now I must say they are stocking up with toilet paper in the uh, morning time or overnight, they're doing deliveries, and then when the shops are open, they have got stock there, but it runs out pretty quick, and uh, if you're one of those people who can't get to the shops until late afternoon after work or after school and that, um, pretty much the shelves are empty of toilet paper and tissues, etc. cetera. Uh, now, I was okay with toilet paper. I was running a bit low. Thankfully, I decided there was one of the days last week where I started work a bit late, so I was able to get down to the shops at uh, about 8 a.m. at my local Coles and the toilet paper shelves were around half full. Um, obviously, people got in earlier before me and, and started to empty the shelves, but uh, I did get a six-pack of toilet paper, thankfully, um, and I was okay. So I'm okay for a while to go, but if I do see some more on the shelf, I'll, I'll get another six-pack or a four-pack for sure. Um Coles and uh, I think Woolies now are limited in to one roll per person. But what is happening, people have been a bit greedy still and a bit sneaky. I am hearing reports and I've been sort of reading the news in the last week and monitoring the situation that family members um, are also buying toilet paper. So if you've got a family of six and they've all got a credit card or some type or they've got cash in their, um, their parents could give them money. They can buy, if you've got a family of six, they can buy six rolls of toilet paper because it's one roll per person. And the shopping centre people, they're not going to know if they're part of the family or not. They could just randomly go to different checkouts or self-serve checkouts and uh, people are doing it that way now. So people have been a bit smart on how to do overcome this situation. Uh, as for me, one roll is enough to get me through for a while. So I was lucky to get a roll. So that's the um, that's the situation with me. Now, one thing I forgot to mention in the last podcast was the elderly um, are really struggling um, to get toilet paper and other essential items. And I've seen some photos and videos of... Uh, People, our senior citizens in distress and very upset because they can't get a roll of toilet paper and they only want one roll, you know. So um, my parents have been struggling to get some toilet rolls. Thankfully, they got some the other day. I spoke to my father on the phone a few days ago and he said that they're okay for the time being. Now, Woolworths announced this morning, and I think it's just for this week only, that between the hours of 7am and 8am at all Woolworth stores across Australia. I'm pretty certain it's all Woolworth stores, but I haven't really looked into it, to be honest. Senior citizens and the elderly will have first access to um, do their shopping, and I'm all for that. If I had a roll of toilet paper in my hand and I saw that there was an elderly gentleman or lady uh, at the shelf there and there was none left, I'd be happy to give them my role. That's no doubt about it. And I encourage others to do the same, you know, especially when it comes to the elderly. You have to remember that we're going to get old one day too and then we're going to rely on other people for help. So just remember that. And uh, I'm not saying everyone's being selfish. There are people legitimately that do have big and large families, understandable, but there are some 
And I'm hoping it's just a small percentage that have been very selfish with this toilet paper situation. And also, too, with the announcement now with the um, some new rules coming in where uh, you can't have a gathering of more than 500 people and so forth, and I'll go through those key points in a minute, um, all of a sudden I'm finding uh, the freezer section, vegetables and meats are starting to get low on stock. So I found that when that announcement was made for, by the government, and I'm not criticising the government at all because they had to say that, obviously, um, I've noticed that other items in the supermarket are getting low on stock too. So it's just something to keep an eye out on. Um, I, I generally don't freeze my stuff. I generally buy my meat fresh, and I generally go to the butcher anyway. So I've just got to keep my eye on that as well because we, are, we all need food. So um, that's the situation there. Um, a few other things now. Uh, about a week ago, I think they announced that they are going to cancel and they've cancelled the Dark Mofo Winter Festival in Tasmania, which is a um, it's a really good festival down there in Hobart. I personally have never attended, but I have had friends uh, and photographers that have gone down for the event and um, they said it's a really good event down there. Um, they've been forced to cancel the festival in June. Um, so David Walsh, uh, the Museum of the Old and New Art owner, David Walsh, he said a statement um, that the government and Mona, so Mona is the Museum of Old and New Art, um, each on the hook for $2 million to dark to run Dark Mofo. That's bad. Um, what's worse is if we ran Dark Mofo and nobody came, uh, being a ticketed event, uh, he'd lose $5 million or more and he wouldn't be able to cover the absent ticket revenue. So totally understandable um, what's going on there and that has been uh, that event's been held since 2013. Now, when that news came about Dark Mofo being cancelled, I thought to myself, what's happening with uh, Vivid Sydney? I've been sort of um, – I put that on some of my stories and uh, – with Dark Mofo being cancelled, I actually put on my story, will Vivid Sydney be next? I actually wrote on um, Vivid Sydney's Facebook page on Sunday morning and uh, said, "Are we? is the event happening or not? Um, there's people that book tickets from interstate. A lot of overseas visitors come for, for Vivid Sydney and then within 10 minutes they actually put a Facebook post out saying, regrettably, Vivid 2020 will be cancelled for this year. And I actually got a bit of a shock. I sort of had a feeling it would be cancelled, but being Vivid being a couple of months away and the fact that Dark Mofo was already cancelled and that that's held in June as well, I shouldn't be surprised. But uh, Vivid Sydney is no more for this year and uh, they made that announcement. And uh, this is on the back of the new uh, laws that the government are saying with no public gallery uh, gatherings of more than 500 people. So... Obviously, with Dark Mofo and Vivid, there's certainly more than 500 people so um, in, in, a, in a small area. So uh, Vivid is cancelled and um, disappointed, a lot of disappointed and sad people, but Vivid's only eight, nine weeks away and um, we don't know how long this uh, ban of public gathering is going to go for. So um, I think... 
think the last couple of weeks has been very quiet with Vivid. They normally start announcing what installations are going to be uh, around the precinct, and they haven't been doing that. So that's my suspicion that uh, the event wasn't going to go ahead. So I've been attending the Vivid Festival for the last, I oh, think since 2011 or 12, the first year I went, I wasn't sort of really taking photos. I just went in to have a look and, and look around and experience the event. So I've been doing that for about eight or nine years. I've been taking photos of it for the last seven. And um, it's an event that I look forward to going down to every year because it's everyone is out and about. It's great atmosphere. All the photographers are out. People catch up with other people where they don't see them that often and so forth. And obviously the kids and families love it as well. So uh, no Vivid this year. Uh, as for me, will I be still going down to Sydney? I've had a few people ask me that question. At this stage, I'm not. Um, I just don't think it'll be the same being down in Sydney when there's no Vivid for me because I'm just so used to going down to Sydney when Vivid's on. Um, I do want to see him visit my parents, though, um, because I don't see him as often uh, as I'd like to. And um, there is a chance that I still might go down to Sydney later on in the year to visit my mum and dad. They're sort of in their late 70s now and getting a bit old, so I want to make the most of seeing them, but it'll be low-keyed. So if I go down to Sydney to visit, um, I don't think I'll be getting the camera out, and if I do, it'd be, it won't be for much. So um, I won't be telling the whole world I'll be down there. I'll be just down there to visit mum and dad, and hopefully Viva 2021 will be big and better and I'm pretty sure they'll put an awesome show on in 2021 and uh, they might even extend it to four weeks. You just never know. So that's the situation with Vivid and the situation with what I'm doing on whether I'm going down to Sydney or not. Um, now, with, with, the, with the coronavirus outbreak, um, it was announced uh, yesterday that all people arriving in Australia for midnight Sunday will have to self-isolate for 14 days. Now, that's on the back of the decision that the New Zealand Prime Minister made on uh, banning, on self-isolating people on coming into their country in New Zealand. And, and, and I don't know how this is going to work and I don't know how they're going to enforce it because there's so many people that fly in from overseas every day, uh, although the numbers would have dwindled a little bit being with the coronavirus fears, people are reluctant to travel. But uh, I just don't know how they're going to police it. Now, I work in the car rental industry. And I must say, we do come across international passengers. Uh, me being on the Gold Coast, we have three or four, oh no, we have about five or six flights a day that are international. Uh, most of them are from New Zealand, but we do have, um, I think, a flight from Korea and we have a flight from Singapore, Malaysia come in, and we have a flight from Japan that comes in as well to the Gold Coast. So we do have a lot of international visitors come in. Now, me working in the car rental industry, I've got no idea whether we we cancel their booking or if they still can get a car and then once they get their car, then they then they self-isolate. That's sort of up in the air at the moment. But uh, as I said, I don't know that's how that's going to work because someone that's already booked a holiday to come into Australia, they've got to think to our, themselves, should we just cancel and get a, try and get a refund and not go? Because if you have to self-isolate for two weeks, it's not going to be a good holiday because you're going to be stuck in a hotel for two weeks and not be able to go anywhere. You might be able to go in a car and drive around, but just can't mix with other people. It's going to be very difficult. I feel sorry for people that are booked to go on a holiday, come to Australia or New Zealand, and then they can't, they've got to self-isolate, especially for the people that go to New Zealand. My friend Jenna is planning on going over to New Zealand, I think in June or July this year. Now, she's saying, shall I still go? Because 
you've got to self-isolate for two weeks and then I've got to self-isolate for another two weeks when I come back to Australia. It's all the unknown, I think. We just don't know. The government can't give an idea of when these bans of self-isolation will be lifted. It could be in two weeks' time. It could be in two years' time. Um, so that's just something to keep a really close eye out on. That's going to affect the tourism industry. It's going to affect my work. Um, also, too, the Blues Fest Festival that's held down in Byron Bay over the Easter long weekend, that has now been cancelled. I just read something this morning about it. We get a lot of customers that uh, rent cars off us for the Blues Fest Festival. That's now been cancelled. So I anticipate it will be a very quiet time for us in the car rental industry where I work and other companies as well. And I anticipate that... Uh, because of all of what's happening, I think even domestic travel will drop in numbers as well. We have Splendour in the Grass in July. No word on what's happening, um, the organisers of that event, whether that's still going ahead or not. I am presuming, though, if this uh, public gathering of 500 people ban is, remains in place for some time yet, I cannot see Splendour in the Grass happening in July down in Byron Bay either. Um, we have Riverfire and the Festival of Brisbane and the Ecker show held in September. Now, that's still a fair way away, although the way time goes these days, it goes pretty quick. Whether that gets cancelled, Riverfire and the Ecker gets cancelled, is obviously a decision that probably won't be made yet. Once again, this will all depend on this ban on the public gathering that the government has implemented. So I would not be surprised at all if this drags on during the year that Eka and Riverfire could also possibly be banned as well. So it's a big, big situation happening at the moment. So, um, and just a few other things I'd like to add in this podcast. Now, I've just explained about all people arriving in Australia from Sunday will have to self-isolate. So that was from midnight last night. So from today, all people have to self-isolate for 14 days. Now, those people that come back from overseas cannot work for two weeks. So the employers, at the, at the time they went away, expecting them to come back to work, well, they can't work. So that's where it has an effect on the economy. Cruise ships from foreign ports are banned for 30 days. I've mentioned about the non-essential gatherings of more than 500 people will be banned. It does not apply to workplaces, schools, universities, supermarkets, or public transport. Yet. Yet, if this thing does get worse, and I don't know if it's going to or not, we could. I wouldn't be surprised if those uh, rules come into place then. And if it does, and let's hope it doesn't, that's just going to introduce more panic buying. Um, I don't know how that would work if uh, uh, more than 500 people at supermarkets. I, I've got no idea how they're going to implement that if that, if that happens. Uh, and obviously a national advertising campaign, urges people to wash their hands frequently. I've seen a lot of these on, on Facebook. Uh, cover coughs and sneezes, dispose of tissues and avoid contact with others if they're feeling unwell. Like I said, I work in the car rental industry and I see a lot of tissues in some of these rental cars. So uh, we've got to be very careful uh, where I work as well. The St. Patrick's Day festi festivities around Australia are also cancelled. Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Festival is cancelled as well, um, and the comedy steps up for bushfire release at the Sydney Opera House is also 
cancelled. Um, Melbourne Fashion Festival is, and um, jury trials in Victoria and New South Wales are suspended as well. Um, the 2020 World Science Festival in Brisbane is cancelled. The South Australia Port Fringe Street Party is cancelled. Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show is cancelled. The Dark Mofo, as I mentioned. The Jimmy Eat World National Tour is cancelled. And obviously we all know about the Grand Prix and that. And uh, also with the NRL and AFL, we'll be playing with empty stadiums from next week onwards. The NRL have said they're going to take it as a week-by-week case and uh, there's always that chance that the NRL could suspend games as well so that is something uh, that's pretty uh, unprecedented isn't it it's something that uh, we're certainly going to look back at in the year 2020 sometime in the future and think geez god almighty what a year that was and um, obviously down at Snapper Rocks the World Surf League opening event is cancelled as well. So a lot of disappointment uh, people around um, with this. And uh, just mind you, the 2020 Surf Life Saving Championships are also cancelled. Um, Anzac Day on April 25 are still being considered. There's no decision yet on whether the Anzac Day marches will go ahead or not. So that's something we've just got to wait for news on that. Uh, Sydney's Riders Festival ticket sales are suspended. So that doesn't mean that that uh, – I'm pretty sure that that festival's on pretty soon too. So um, – um, and the Brisbane Comedy Festival shows from Monday are under review. So obviously going back to the sport again, the AFL commences this Thursday. It'll be played behind closed doors. No public allowed. Same with the NRL. And the NRL have announced that they're going to take it by a week-by-week week cases. Basis, not cases. So that's just all I've really got to say on it. Uh, once again, disappointed that uh, Vivid won't be on this year. I do look forward to going to that event. But, uh, look, it's the right decision in my opinion and um, it would be a tough decision for them to make because a lot of work goes into organising the Vivid Festival. No, now, no doubt Dark Mofo, Blues Fest, all those other festivals, it's planning, it's a year-long planning thing. So... Uh, it's interesting times. Now, just a message to everyone out there. Please don't try to panic by. I know, I think it must be just human instinct that people, how people react when these announcements come through with bands and so forth. People just automatically, for some reason, they just head to the shops. I don't know why, but I think it's just an automatic thing where I've got to go and get shopping done. So we've just got to remain calm and vigilant and get through this. Um, with this coronavirus, I don't know much about the virus. Um, it's similar to the flu. Uh, I believe that uh, you don't sneeze, though. So, um, you know, if you do think you have symptoms and, and not feeling well, go and get tested. And uh, hopefully um, we can get over this situation and move on with life. So that's my uh, latest podcast, sort of a different podcast to talking about photography and um and so forth like that. And um, thanks for listening, guys. And I'll try and get back to doing a normal podcast. Uh, I want to talk about Instagram stories and get back on Instagram in general and give you the latest news on that. I'll probably do that on the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and take care out there. Once again, if you're not feeling the best or you're not feeling well, please go to the doctor and get tested. Cheers, guys. Bye for now.